We follow the footsteps of our kin from the moment we take our first steps. We emerge glistening and wriggling in new, with the path already laid before us. We know this, but what is to be gained from studying this history, if it will bear us forward regardless? What do we seek to prize from the past? Do we imagine ourselves heirs to some forgotten treasure? Do we wish to humble ourselves, fill ourselves with our powerlessness as we are swept along with the wave of history? Are we cartographers? It's pretentious to claim that we could write the future as easily as the present. And so I struggle, my friends, to synthesize what next step to take. What are we hoping to find out there on the vault? I'm Kathleen, and today I ask all the questions. Yay! I mean, if you're expecting answers from us, you do know who you're talking to, right? <laughs> Indeed. Here to ask even more questions is Kat. I'm a wet, shiny baby. <laughs> Hi, Kat. Nick, who's much more interested in the present. Yeah, you know what? That sounds pretty good right about now. I do like presents. Don't we all like presents? Don't we all like presents? Thank all. you, Kirsten. <laughs> Previously, Ozzy, Ren, and Rick fought off a horror that hunted them through the night. Or that saw that there were some humans on the top of the hill and did whatever it is that horrors do. I'm not entirely clear about causality when it comes to, like, angry anger spirits, but... Uh, They're mostly jerks. Mostly jerks. Mm. Mostly jerks, listener. You heard it here first. Afterwards, the trio awoke to find themselves still pretty banged up, but... The Velt itself was absolutely thrillingly alive. Grasses are perking up. Insects are hatching. There is a new little wetland lake thing where previously there was just a slope downward. And as they were walking through the grass, where literally everything else on the Velt was heading, they found... Some more grass, a big mound of grass that stood up and turned out to be a dragon. Yay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a torso taller than Ozzy. It has four big paws, each with seven toes, I've decided now. Good. Mm -hmm. And it's looking at you quizzically. It's a big polydactyl kitty. Aww. Yeah. Big, tall, strong polydactyl kitty, shaggy and covered in mirrors with a big red face. Ren is going to greet the dragon. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. By which I mean Ren is going to give a deep flourishy bow mm -hmm. as is their custom. <laughs> just, that's Ren. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rick is going to, with a puzzled look on his face, quickly like look through his well-thumbed manual again. Like, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> no! Rude! And then also follow in Ren's uh, footsteps and kind of bow to greet the dragon. Ozzy, you're my only hope. Uh, Ozzy just kind of like probably like swishes some water you know around in his mouth because it's morning and then just you know spits it out and goes hey good morning <laughs> we're uh we're, we're looking for a fella have you seen him oh delightful right to the point brother i like this oh here here i have a sketch <laughs> Rick holds out a sketch that someone had drawn earlier. It is a pleasure to meet you. And you as well. 
that form. Yes, uh, but what should I call each of you? His name is Cole. Your your name, your name, Professor. Oh, uh, Rick. Rick Carter. Rick Carter? The Shadow? I am called Ren Fran. Ren Fran, a reflection. And you, brother. Well, you can call me Osmond. Or Ozzy. I'll, uh, I'll answer to either of those. I like this. I call myself Achirath. You may call me that too, if you wish. What's a good storm? I'm... Well, I'm glad somebody appreciated it. It was pretty mighty, for sure. Oh. Come, 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 come. Walk. Let's... And they raise up to their full height and start shuffling nonchalantly across the tops of the grass. Yeah, let's go. Ozzy just kind of looks at everybody else and shrugs and just starts walking. Onwards and forwards. Yep. Uh, Chirath doesn't seem to have anything in mind, but is walking their way along, occasionally pausing and looking at a plant or making small talk. <laughs> I haven't seen this one for years. Achira, how how long have you been on, in the veld? Have I always been here? Maybe. Oh, maybe. that's a good question. Do you... Maybe the veld came here after you? Achirath begins walking toward the center of the lake, still sort of on the very tips of the grass, or as it gets deeper and deeper, just on top of the water. The rain is over. It's relatively safe to wade, but, like, this oblivious creature is, in fact, like, driving you straight into the center of the lake. Are you going to do anything about that? No, Rick is going to try to look around for a reed to kind of make a makeshift snorkel thing, but not really going to say anything. Just going to be like, sure, we're following, I guess. Are we going for a swim? I mean, I'm okay with that. I don't know how Ozzy looks at the other two. Or swim? I have a spell to cast. I would like to cast Freezing Dancing. And what that's going to do is cause Ren to create little pillars of ice where they step. And enable them to walk on the surface of the water. Ooh. Oh, excellent. Okay. We'll go with two scatter. Let's not make a big deal out of this. Dragon says go this way. Let's not make a big deal about this. You're just hanging out with your new enthusiastic dragon buddy. Yeah. And Rick is going to roll, I guess, sensitivity survival to see if there's a good read that would work. Okay. One success. <laughs> and a four. I can make that in I, I, I'm sorry, but I don't think you've got a suitable read. This was a grassland a minute ago. Just because it's a marsh now doesn't mean that, like, everything has changed overnight. Ah, uh, true enough. So, Rick kind of, like, grabs a long piece of grass and starts wading into the water. <coughs> <coughs> kind of sputters and, like, swims up to the surface. Are you all right, Professor? That didn't go exactly as I expected. Noted. Have neither of you ever learned to swim? Goodness. Mm. Things are different up north. I'm just not good at it. Also, I'm from the desert. Point taken. And Ozzy is like half taken his shirt off. I guess that is north of the Coral Coast, isn't it? <laughs> Red shrugs, goes back to walking on water. <laughs> Ozzy is down to his skivvies pretty quickly. He, he grew up on the coast. You <laughs> jump in the water sometimes. It's right there. Yeah. 
And he's just kind of like, this is a lot colder up here than it than I'm used to. But give, give me a second. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rick, take two. Seeing Ren using a spell to go on the water, Rick is going to cast Ephemeral Me to, yeah, make themselves ephemeral. Okay. So sort of like shifting yourself out of existence a little bit so that you can also walk on the water? Yeah, so you're sort of like transparent or like you're now buoyant because some of your density is not here but shifted elsewhere, I guess, yeah. All right. Three scatter or two scatter if you can give me an athletics roll because it's weird walking when you are mostly not existing. Do it. Sure. <laughs> Rick's not that great at athletics, but Rick is going to try because Rick is just like, yeah, I'm ephemeral now. Cool. So here we go. Huh, that's actually a success. I got one dice to roll and it came up a success. Hey, now. Go get him, Rick. <laughs> get him, Rick. Go get those successes. So the four of you find yourself toward the center of the marsh floodplain lake, and that ends up being where the ruins were yesterday. There are just a couple of roofs peeking out over the water. Achirath walks over and stretches and kneels down on top of the water next to the structure and smirks a little bit, or at least you think that's what they're doing as Rick finds the transition to the solid ground way weirder than you would expect. <laughs> it has gone from something that is moving with you to something that it is not, and you almost trip, except it's not quite tripping because you're not working with gravity, right? It's a weird experience. Is it, is it kind of <laughs> like that feeling when you think there's one more step, but there isn't? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe a little bit like that feeling that you get when you get off of a treadmill. I was just about to say that. Oh, and it's like, okay, now I was moving, but I'm not moving. Oh, okay. Correct thing to do is walk around the gym and say, wee, because it feels (laughs) like you're going so fast. (laughs) And Ozzy leads up the rear. Is Ozzy, like, have any pride in this? Like, being like, I'm going to swim faster than these jerks can walk, or... Is he being casual about it, or he's he's just kind of being casual about it. Like, just, again, going for a swim is just when you live on the coast. That's just something you do. It is. It's definitely always a bit like a thing to be swimming somewhere where there's no current. But yeah, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. The water isn't ultra cold because it's not very deep. Except uh, there hasn't been much like, light to warm it up yet, either. (laughs) And there is ice in it. There is ice in it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oops. There is ice in it, and someone in the party may be responsible for that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ozzy will not swim into the ice. Or at least he will attempt to not swim into the ice. Oh, um... Ren is going to pull out the compass... Where go, Compass? The compass is spinning in a circle. It sort of slows down whenever it passes Achirath. Ah, I have learned nothing. Well, if it's pointing in every direction, that means we are where we should be. That's the spirit. Yes, it's nice, isn't it? Yes. Yes, I think perhaps it is. Ozzy just kind of makes some, like, bubbles in the water. Just blub, blub. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Good, good, good. Ah. Ah, you didn't fare so well this night, did you? We could have fared worse. Ah, so you could have. So you could have. Ozzy just kind of, like, scratches at a scar on his chin and just goes, eh. What do you call it? This? And they kind of idly 
move their head back and forth and sort of it stops a little bit in a cocked angle. This, uh, conflict of yours. Oh, cool. Cool, yes. Um, him. And Rick goes to reach for his book and then realizes went into the water with his stuff and now everything is soaked. <laughs> the, the, the sketch is in here somewhere. Hmm. But Have you seen any other humans recently? Well, aren't you here all around always? Last night there were plenty of you. Hmm. Uh, I suppose you did see from very high up. Yes, there is the city nearby, but uh, we're looking for somebody who wasn't in the city. No, but about, were you not, uh, were you not fighting your fellows last night? Mmm. Ah. Mmm. Ah. No, not for a while, at least. It's been a bit since I've gotten into a fight, well, with with a person. Mmm. How, when, when did this fight take place? Oh, about uh, a couple of, oh, oh, you mean, oh, mmm. Were you talking about last night's fight? Um, uh, must uh, I heard some manner of commotion. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The horrors came. The, the horror. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is nothing to call an enemy. Hmm? You make them sound as though they are different from you. Um, oh. Oh, I see. We are referring specifically in this case to an evil spirit. I suspect you may have been sleeping for a longer time than we had previously believed. <sighs> there was a war here a hundred years ago. Was. I Do you see it all happening now? Is everything kind of all as one, sort of, if you were to look out from out of a page and up top to a map instead of being in the map. There are wheels turning inside this dragon's head. You have presented this dragon with a puzzler. They fold their arms and you can just barely see their tiny little ears, or tiny relative to everything else about them, which is massive, sort of swiveling back and forth and around. It is all right. I have overslept some in my time as well. Oversleeping is the best part of sleeping. I do like sleep. Pastimes, pastimes. I'm glad that I can share it with you, friends and brother. Uh, but um, I was up last night, and uh, I can't be bothered to keep track of all of you. That is true. You are about very often. You thrash about. You fight each other. But it's been all aimlessly. You've been fighting for so long. Mm. Not that old. That. Oh, I meant no offense, brother. Oh, you're you speaking a. Oh, yes. But yes, not you. You. And they stand up and kind of stretch as they say this. Hmm. Well, I suppose they are correct. We are all about the place. True. I guess it's like when we watch a colony of ants from our perspective, seems like so much busyness because you see all of it. Everything. I may be confusing myself. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, 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 I remember now you call it the last war. Yes. That is precisely what we call it. Uh, do you, why do you call it that? Is it because you do not intend to end it? Well, it is because we hope never to see another. 
That'd be nice. That history has taught us not to repeat such atrocities that had happened. Do you not still fight it every night here? Well, I suppose that raises an interesting question, which is to say, is fighting the memory of something the same as fighting that thing? And if so, I suppose we do. And if not, as I believe memories are very different from the things that inspire them, we fight it from a step's remove at any rate. And Achirath settles into a sphinx position as they contemplate this. Ren is so much more at home among supernatural creatures than among human beings. (laughs) (laughs) Ren's like, what's a Rick? I don't even know. (laughs) What is Rick? Who is Rick? How does Rick? (laughs) Ren couldn't spell professor right now. (laughs) (laughs) Look, if they're going to cause trouble, they'll catch these hands. That's that's Ozzy's kind of stance on whatever lives out on the veld. <sighs> Does Ozzy have an opinion about all of this, like, opining that people are doing at each other? Ozzy is very bored. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, sitting by a tree, just, like, kind of nodding off. Maybe doing a huck fin with, like, the piece of grass in, in the mouth. <laughs> Ozzy is just, like, taking a casual swim around the roof that everybody is talking on. Paraphrase Olivia Newton-John. Let's get metaphysical. (laughs) (laughs) You take a dive under Achirath and you get a view of grassy, dry hair and legs folded underneath each other. It's like that site that has all the, like, cats sitting on glass tables. You can see, like, underside of the cats and they're all folded up. Compressed cat. Did you... Did you have conversations like this with anyone um, around this area, like near these ruins or something? Uh, I am fond of this place. I, before this whole last war thing started, there were some more of you, some of them brothers, some of them. Most of them, just little, just short things. And we sparred. I miss that. We could definitely come, if you would like to have more conversations and things, we could definitely come visit you then. We would like that too. And what was it that brought you out here again? Oh, um, yes, yes. Uh... My young apprentice, Akul, we have reason to believe that he passed this way. And um, if uh, if you've seen uh, a young man with golden hair and blue eyes and sunburnt skin, that would be him. And why did you come? Why did we come? Um, to find, to find Cole. Yeah, it's dangerous out here. We didn't want him getting hurt. Mostly I was curious. I, I, I think it's not so much that Cole came here. It's that it was unlike Cole's character to go someplace without having mentioned to somebody his route or his plan. Everybody make me sensitivity checks. Yeah, I love those. Wait, do I love those? Do I love... Let me double check. I'm okay with those. Uh, Just straight sensitivity? With your favorite skill. Okay. My favorite skill is spirits. I guess Ozzy will use sensitivity humanity because he's, I guess, reading the dragon. I'm going to use sensitivity spirits for a similar reason. How do you feel about sensitivity tracking? Uh, Sensitivity tracking, sure, but that's not going to be an easy roll. Anyways, I got two successes. Same. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Achirath is totally fucking with you. Ah. <laughs> oh, I know. How about sensitivity fashion? Sensitivity fashion to see, like, what's the mannerisms of a dragon? 
I don't think that's a fashion role. <laughs> Kirsten. Like the fact. I appreciate the creativity, but I don't think that's a fashion role. Try weapons. Try weapons next. <laughs> just keep just keep trying things. Tinkering? How about tinkering? You, I'm getting on a plane. <laughs> Rick is going to do sensitivity humanity. That's actually better role than the other ones I suggested anyway. <laughs> you putz. One success. <laughs> um, Rick, Achiroth is hiding something from you. Ren and Ozzy, oh yeah, the dragon's totally fucking with you. Hmm. You know what? Rick is going to cast another spell. <laughs> cool. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Lurking. Yes, that's a good start. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have illuminating lurking. There we go, because I have access to that. So like... You're bringing to light what is hiding underneath. Sort of like maybe a reflection in the pool shows Achira's true facial emotion to what Achira's saying or something like that. It's an extremely smug smile. Okay. And that's all that you would like from it? Um, well, I guess if I pump more scatter into it, um, more insight? Like, yeah. Um, maybe the reflection kind of shows what Ashir is actually saying. Give me four scatter. Okay. You learn two things. The first is that Achirath thinks this is hilarious. <laughs> Yay! Ren and Ozzy can tell by the way that their eyes dilate just a little bit and the back of their stubby tail is twitching just a little bit. And then Rick, Achirath, sighs and stands up and goes, Ah, Professor. (laughs) Red just starts losing their shit. I guess I should appreciate your directness here. <laughs> like, Ren is just losing their shit completely. <laughs> it's so much more fun leading you around for once. <laughs> yeah, Professor. I knew it. And Ozzy kind of sidles up to Rick. I think the dragon knows where Cole is. Ren <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. falls to their knees in the shallow water on top of the roof and just, <laughs> just howling. <laughs> Completely unable to control themselves at this point. <laughs> Rick just smiles and... I... I'm very impressed. Well done. Very... Beyond what I could have, uh, what I would have thought. Um. <laughs> this is, this is good. You said, uh, you got me. Oh, the secret master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get it? But... You know, now that you've started playing pranks, pranks are coming. <laughs> there's, a, there's one Bruin here. Rick taps his head. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, there is something that I would like to say, though. Hmm. Huh? Go outside more. Professor, do you get it, Professor? Rick looks at his now dripping wet, soggy survival manual and yeah, yeah, can't really do much with, with this. Mm. <laughs> That's prof- <laughs> Professor. In, in, in vitro experiments are definitely more. <laughs> in vitro? In vivo. In vivo. That's the one I was looking for. Um, prof- Professor. <laughs> 
Professor, um... Field research. <laughs> that's the one that's really going to help you. <laughs> Are you having fun down there? Tons. <clears throat> yes. Very much so. I don't mean to play dumb, but... I do mean what I said about the war. Maybe I'd gotten complacent, too. Maybe we all have. I haven't. I've always got an eye out for trouble. <laughs> oh, beautiful. See? I stand corrected. You know what I would like, brother? Just you and me. Uh, someplace a little more solid, I suppose I have the advantage here. And let's get the, the blood flowing. Well, if I'm being requested, and Ozzy kind of drags himself out of the water and rolls his shoulders. Wonderful. You're fighting a dragon? Look, don't don't blame me if he gets hurt. <laughs> Wonderful. And Achira's eyes shine. And make me a dice roll, Nick. I can make a dice roll. Ozzy will probably use Daring Melee, seeing as it sounds like it is fight time. Ozzy is going to beat up this dragon in his skivvies. Hell yes. That's our Ozzy. Ozzy the Undying. Two successes, one edge success. Okay. You two rush toward each other. Ozzy with all of his hot, blooded, roughhousey in his skivvies. The shallow water splashing as he makes footfall on the stone. And your fist and Atira's fist come toward each other and meet each other with the perfect inverse golden hour freeze frame. Because it's very, very early morning still. And you two have a good long tussle. With the edge success, you don't get to win. But uh, tell me how it ends. Um, I think it definitely ends in a great big double KO. <laughs> just like a big old cross counter. Yeah, just say 100% both of them take it right on the jaw at the same time and just like out like a light. They just kind of like almost adorably kind of like drop forward and just sort of lean on one another. Aww. Just both out like lights. Red claps. <laughs> Seems like the thing to do. Rick uh, gets two blankets and positions it under both heads so that when they both awake, they are at least not sleeping on solid ground. And sometime later, it's the evening. It might be the same day, it might be later. Maybe you wanted to camp out for a while. I'm not sure. But you are again approaching the Boundary Garden. You've been able to tell for a while because the lavender has been getting denser and denser and you see more of those familiar domestic plants. And it's time to say goodbye for now to your new friend or old friend, to a Chirath. Does Rick have anything to say, or does anyone have anything to say? Ozzy is kind of like still readjusting his jaw and just kind of goes, I'll get you next time. Rick waves. I promised pranks. I'm going to get some pranks going. Better be ready. I'm a prank master. Prank master. <laughs> And you hear that same grinding stone sound of the dragon's laughter. And Atirath sinks 
into the grass as you head back to the Boundary Garden with an invitation to return. And as you cross the Boundary Garden, you find your way back to Arnica. You are greeted, not with like a huge celebration, but calmly and with a little bit of relief. And as you make your way to the memory tree to retrieve your belongings, um, Rick, that memento isn't there anymore. Yours is, but Cole's isn't. Hmm. Did I... Cole's back? Uh... <gasps> Did we... Perfect. I... Per- I'm not sure... I think he's collected it already, Professor. Shall we uh, find some place to put up for the night? Sure, sure, let's. Let's, indeed. After a while, you find a young man who has some open beds tonight, and he greets you warmly and says, So what'd you find out there? Oh, we got that rain for you. <laughs> oh, that was you guys? <laughs> well, I found that I do need to get outside more. That's for sure. Can't really learn about it without experiencing the veld. I found a compass. I found that I need to work on my right hook. <laughs> mm. Oh, yes. Where does the compass point now? The compass points toward Tidal Augustine, but every so often, it twitches. Hmm. Rick kind of smiles to himself, watching the compass. Hello, friend. Old friend, new friend. I will prank you again one day. You never actually got Shh. it yet. Shh. You prank. never... I will prank again. But you said again, and Professor, I you did say again, and that's left me a little a little confused. Well, well, don't worry about it. I'm I'm uh, all right. I'm sure you'll 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 get him again someday, Professor. I'm uh, again for the first time. Get them again for uh, the first time. Yeah. I'm going to bed, Professor. You have a good night. (laughs) Well, if you do get him one day, that'll be a day to remember. (gasps) I know what that means. Yeah. (gasps) It's memory time. Thank you all for playing with me. Yay! Thank you! It was very nice. Yeah. My memory is definitely when Ren just, like, breaks down laughing uh, <laughs> as the dragon's just, like... It's like, the dragon's totally just playing with us. Like, is good. Is good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good time. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking with my brain. It mm-hmm. was fun all along, Zs. I really liked... How you snuck Achenath's parentage in there. Oh, yeah. Augustine and Chafing, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That was neat. I liked that. It was very cool. Uh, let's see. I I just had one. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. No. It's, no. It's in there. <laughs> no more seconds. It's in there somewhere. Give, me, give it a second. It's rattling around in there somewhere. Hold on. It's like the last gumball in the gumball machine. Give it a second. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I really liked the sudden... Now my English is gone. Words are words are missing today. Somebody mm-hmm. put a quarter in Nick. Hold, hold on. <laughs> no, I, I like Rick pretending or declaring that he is suddenly the prank master. <laughs> that was fucking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The prank master. Like, just out of nowhere, does not fit personality. Yeah. Just no prank master. Yep, 100%. We have seen no evidence of it. <laughs> just with full confidence, 100% prank master. Yep. Yeah. Well. 
I like Rick's confidence. It's very good. <laughs> it's very powerful. Also, very powerful. Uh, this this is like an off camera thing, but mm-hmm. your voice acting was really good for, like, it's a good voice. Oh, like thanks. Yes, dra- the the dragon was very fun to hang with, even if I am having a hard time remembering their name because I also forgot Rick's name for a second there. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. That'll happen. Not as many gumballs rattling around up there today as there usually are. <sighs> Do we have to pay, like, the Nick microtransaction to get you your vocabulary back for the day or something? <laughs> I mean, maybe you can give me some gumballs. Some gumballs. Some gumballs. Some gumballs. Any discussion about the campaign all in all? This is my first time doing Heroic Court. I haven't had as extensive GMing experience as some of y'all have, but it felt fairly straightforward to run. My sort of general concept for the camp... Well, Ashley, should you do your impressions first? I think um, I've, I've mentioned this to you before off mic, but I feel mm-hmm. like our GM styles are very similar in like the things we tend to focus on and the way we tend to use language when describing a scene. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was really interesting because it felt like being on the other side of the mirror there. Well, so Kat's saying this, but I didn't hear Kathleen describe anything as the size of like a Timmy's or like <laughs> a potato chip. Like, so you're not that similar. How dare you? How durst thou? Nick. How dare you, sir? I am affronted. I know all my words. Gumballs. <laughs> I think I really appreciated how it felt like the pacing was good and it didn't feel like there was any parts where you were waiting for us to, me. I don't know, maybe behind the scenes you were feeling like, oh, come on, come on, crew, catch on to this thing or whatever. But I didn't feel like there was any parts like that. Like it seemed like it was well paced and things happened organically. There wasn't, you know time we were kind of like sort of looking around trying to find what we're supposed to do kind of thing Mm -hmm. but yet we still had the range of like freedom to do as we would yeah and like we got a pretty good exposure to combat and we got to meet dragon and yeah i really enjoyed it yay i really liked how naturalistic this the story was where it was and by that, I mean, like, it was a lot of fun, you know, it was kind of like going on a hike, we saw a bunch of cool stuff, get to go through the, I guess, the late summer rains, the flash rains, all that other stuff, and meet the cool dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that's kind of how I had the structure in mind as I was writing, or, like, planning the little bits that I planned. I sort of was like, okay... Here are some things that I want to talk about. Here are some activities. Here are a couple of actions that are always going to happen. The first thing that I came up with was the dragon, and the second thing that I came up with was the rainstorm. Yay! I like the rainstorm. Well, and also, like, seasonal wetlands are such a cool, cool biome. Fact. You really ought to learn about them. There are really extensive ones in the Serengeti. There are seasonal wetlands all throughout the coastal United States. It's neat. You can find a couple on the prairies as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of what these ones were modeled after a little bit. The dragon being coal was a decision that I made actually on Kirsten's prompting. Oh, That wasn't my initial intention, but I was like, this is better than what I had planned. I really (laughs) liked that. Yeah. Yeah. I had honestly thought that that was the plan all along. Yeah, I didn't didn't know that you would. Huh, that's cool. You did a very good job there making us feel a lot smarter than we were. Well, you were smart. You had a better idea than I had, and I could tell, and it was like, oh, okay, I should incorporate this. Now that's some high oh, level GMing. I I I I really like that. So yeah, this was fun to do. I will have to uh, do some more forays into GMing. I think. Yeah 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 yeah. 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 I enjoyed it a great deal. 
Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, it give, gives Cat a chance to not be behind the wheel all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And how do we feel about the encounter? What I was trying to do was figure out what some of the levers for the current system could be and like play with them a little bit. And I thought that some bits were successful, some bits were less successful. Mm. Um, let's see. I really enjoyed the way the combat went. I thought the combat was, um, was intense and interesting, definitely. The kind of looming threat of the very, very big attack every round was, um, not every round probably, but enough rounds that we would have hated it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is definitely also considerably kind of more abstract than the samples I've been whipping up uh, since coming up with the new combat system. Mm. So that was, uh, I did get to see your notes, and that was really interesting. Because like for me, it's like there's five advances on a track, that's it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And um, you kind of played a lot more in that space, and that was really, really interesting. I liked it. Yeah. I liked casting horrible spells. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like the big fun thing about this system is casting all the horrible spells. That's what other kind of spells are people going to cast? You got to cast the horrible ones. It's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think thematically, like the like looming threat really worked. I liked that. Um, would it have helped you to be more upfront about like what the numbers were doing? Because one of the mechanics that I had was that, like, as you advanced the destroy track, it got easier and easier. And there was a point where it's like you had a couple of roles where you could have just, like, finished the destroy track if you had been playing less conservatively. Oh. Hmm. No, I don't like seeing behind the curtain too, too much. Mm-hmm. You know, makes it feel real. I mean, I guess if um, I had you know, decided to, like, do a really good tactics rule of sorts, I could have, like, maybe gained more insight into the vulnerabilities or something like that, which actually, thinking back, I'm like, oh, that's something that I could utilize more often. Huh. Anyways, I didn't think it suffered anything for not having more concrete, like, us concretely knowing. Nick? Um, I liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I guess I wasn't privy to all of the, like, under-the-hood goings-on, but, like, I think that's a really cool idea. Mm -hmm. I definitely also think that helps because as it stands, it's one of those things where I think at the moment, pretty much everybody goes, okay, we are going to do X track, and then, like, that's just the best way to do it. So um, learning that, like, there was sort of these, like, oh, if you you up this track, you know, this other one, you know, goes up or down, like... That seems cool, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of how this combat system shakes out, because I think there's a lot of really interesting stuff in it, and the couple of combats that we've done in it so far have been really neat. I really like the uh, advantage system. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. I just like the idea of, can you think of something like fun and cool and flavorful to do without having to go, well, hold on, what are my attack stats? What are my this? What's my that? You know? I, I like that the system allows us, or I should say allows anybody, to basically, if they want to play like the big support, the friendly, helpful tactician or, you know, healer or distraction, that you can totally do that and the rules are real simple and just let you slide right into that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, more to think about and more to see as the system evolves, listener. Tell us what you've thought about this arc or about the state of the game or about your favorite underappreciated biomes, like your favorite uh, ephemeral plants. I don't know. But whatever you want to tell us, please tell it to us and tell it to us at Peach Garden RPGs on Twitter or using the email form on our website, swordofsymphonies.com or peachgardengames.com. They're the same site. Do it. There's also the Be Gay Roll Dice Discord, which I am making a called shot from the past to future Kat and Kathleen. We will link to in the description of one of these episodes. It'll be there. You can find it. Yeah, I could probably do that. Yeah. We're in there all the time. 
posting memes about Popeye. It's just sort of a low-key chatty sort of thing. We like chatting with people. Yeah. So chat at us. And our cool network friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think this is the part where we say we love you. We love you. We do. And we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye, listener. Bye, listener. Bye, listeners. Bye. Bye bye. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. Hello and welcome to St. Fleur, where the city is modern, the fantasy is urban, and the faction politics are at an all-time high. Join us in Shadows of St. Fleur as we follow the wizard, Alistair Lockwood. Regret to inform you, I'm not a wizard. I am a master of the arcane arts. The scholar, Jeremiah Roderick Crawford, I'm an earl, you know, and you're a baron. Those words carry some weight. The wolf, Victor Margaret. Victor stands on the bridge in the cold. Fuck. The fae who is known only as Silk. Um, do we know if this was a, you know, was a standard mugging? And the vamp, Alex Jero. Quite. Because the first time the door opens, I'm going to push her out. Through their experience in the city. Shadows of St. Fleur is an Urban Shadows actual play podcast with a majority LGBTQ plus cast playing characters finding their way through faction politics, all in pursuit of their own individual goals. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts.